welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. We're back to discuss everything that's happened in the last week, and it's been a lot. Good. Well, and, and hi, hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack is the about baby. Hijack. We're doing hi, Jack. About that. And we're talking about, I mean, yeah, we can talk about the things we've watched, but we're talking about Hijack mm-hmm. and uh, Mark Margolis's death. And Paul Rubens and Sinead yeah. O'Connor. And, yeah. Uh, there have been a few others, you know? but yeah, those are three big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Sinead O'Connor, so ahead of her time. It made me so sad back then when she was pilloried for ripping up the photo of the Pope on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. I I remembered that she was banned from ever coming back on Saturday Night Live. I read in an article recently that she was also banned from coming back on NBC in general. Wow. Yeah. And then here, I also remember, you know, when she was performing shortly after that at some concert and she was booed loudly she finished the Mm -hmm. performance and it was like a bunch of musicians performing and so she's starting to walk off stage and chris christopherson was there and gave her a big hug what a cool dude i've always loved him yeah yeah but she why i said she was so ahead of her time is that then it was not too many years after that that the whole catholic church sex scandal came to light. Mm -hmm. And nobody publicly went back and said, Sinead, you were right. We apologize. Nobody. At least not in a big way in the media, because I don't remember seeing anything like that. It's only now posthumously that I've read a few articles that have mentioned, yeah, so she was right. Or yeah, she was ahead of her time. Mm Mm-hmm. And what she did that in 1992? I think it was around that. Yeah. Oh, and I have not seen the documentary about her that came out a couple years ago. Nothing compares. <laughs> but I read in another article that Prince's estate wouldn't let them use her song, Nothing Compares to You. Because, you know, they own the rights, of course, since it was written by Prince. And was it one of his sisters, I think, who controls the estate? I don't know how many siblings he has. Are you you sure it was the estate and not Prince himself? Because wasn't the documentary made? Well, no, it's it's new. It's within the past couple of years. Well, yeah, I know it came out in the last couple of years, but it's like, when did he die? Years ago. Okay. So it was so before they whoever controls the estate, I thought it was a sister, mm-hmm. said, no, you may not use it. Prince's version is the definitive version of that song. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. That's not what he himself said. At some point, yeah. But I, I think it is. I, yes, I appreciate his, you know, when, when a version finally came out of a rehearsal recording, and then yeah. later he started performing it live. I feel like to try to get the song back, I may be wrong about that. Sinead's is the definitive version in my book. I think yeah. in a lot of people's books. 
Because from what I heard, he loved her version Mm -hmm. and he thought it was the definitive version. They had a riff, apparently. Okay. Yeah. But doesn't mean hers isn't the best. Yeah. And that video, oh my God, the music video of her performing it. Yeah. Is that a Christopher Nolan? It's dippy, too, like all the walking through like an English garden with the statues. That part's dippy. I rewatched it. But the long holds on her face with no cuts. And and then she's like crying at one point naturally. And oh, my God. And what she does with her voice from gruff to really high and, and just those changes. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Um. I have it. Um, it's from People. In September 2022, Prince's half-sister Sharon Nelson explained the decision not to allow O'Connor to use the song in her documentary and a statement to Billboard. Um, Nothing compares to you, Prince's live version with Rosie Gaines, um, that is featured on the hits number one album, and we are re-releasing. Okay, they were re-releasing it, or they were. Uh, okay. On November 4th. Nothing said in a statement, and she said she didn't feel she made deserve to use the song that her brother wrote in her documentary, so they declined. His version is the best. And as we just witnessed, it's very subjective. Like, I find yeah. that with Worthy Game to be like my favorite version, but like, I remember that music video. They used to show it like on MTV and VH1 all the time, and like, you couldn't help but sit there and watch her every move, her every emotion. And they were just so focused on her. So, like, I agree. Yeah. It's a beautiful, they did such a beautiful job with yeah. that song. They both did such a beautiful job, job with that song. And, um, like, a lot of stuff that they were talking about uh, after she passed away, like, they, I never knew the reason why her, she had the bald head. I just thought it was a fashion statement. But do you guys know the story behind why she cut her hair? No. And the music execs wanted her to pretty her hair up. Oh, that's uh, right. Yes. Yeah, and she wanted them to be able, people to be able to focus on her music and not her looks, her aesthetic. And so she cut her hair. Gorgeous. That's great. I know. She was just fabulous. Yeah. She and Annie Lennox always yeah. made me want to buzz mm-hmm. mine and just mm-hmm. never had the guts to try it. Here we are, all three of us with short hair. <laughs> yours is buzz. Mine is a little pixie and cords. Yours is the longest of ours and yours is still super short. But it's been shorter than this. Yeah. And like, but you're cutting your hair for some reason. Like, she, she was fearless. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I find it, and that's just, you know, one statement in that article. But I just find it a little bit mean for Prince's half-sister to deny that to the yeah. documentary. Because, fine, we all have our own opinion about, quote, which song is best. But Sinead's is undeniably objectively great. And you can't erase the fact that she made that song and that song was a massive hit. Yeah. I feel like her. Right. Yes. Because of her. The song itself, you're right, was a massive hit because of her. And not that Prince couldn't have made it a hit, but... Sinead made it a hit. Right. And it's denying still, hmm? it's it's like Dolly Parton wrote right. that song that Whitney Houston made famous. You know? Right. 
Well, Dolly had already made that one famous and Whitney made it more famous. Okay. Yeah. Dolly had already done it. I didn't know she'd already And it was already famous, but Whitney made it more famous. And when asked about it, Dolly was thrilled. Yeah. 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 Dolly was thrilled. Maybe I'm confusing my my stars here. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple times in the past. And like for me, I don't think that having it in the documentary would have taken anything away from the release of it on my own. For me, I I love them both. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. They have totally different vibes and everything. Yeah. And, you know, having it in the documentary, you're right, isn't going to stop people from buying a Prince vinyl. Come on. I wonder what made more sales. Now, of course, Sinead's stuff is digital, but what made more sales? That Prince vinyl or right now, Sinead's nothing compares to you since her death. I haven't looked to see how her sales skyrocketed since her death because they always do. When a musician dies, they even make it into the, you know, top. 100 on billboard again Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. i don't know how that works i don't know if an old song can make it onto billboard or if that's new only i don't know but you know their sales hit whatever charts Mm -hmm. you know oh all right peewee herman sorry paul rubin i know you are he was he was a loner a rebel you can't handle that no and every time I go to San Antonio, I, I have to stop in the basement of the Alamo. <laughs> and I, and think of him. Yeah. yeah. I love Pee-wee. I grew up watching Pee-wee. I, I'm that age. Like, he was yeah. the guy every Saturday morning. I would look for Pee-wee and Lawrence Fishburne and everybody else that would pop up on a show and sing the song with Jerry. I'm not going to sing it because Kelly would kill me. Um, well, like, we would get sued. Exactly, because you would kill me because we would get sued. I'm not going to do that. But like one Saturday morning, morning, he just disappeared. And I didn't know why until years later. And to come to find out, he was on his own time in a adult theater, minding his own business. Sure, he was doing the thing with himself, but he didn't hurt anybody. Oh. So what, what the? What yep. He was, he was yeah. picked on because he was famous. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a good example to set for kids, you know. I didn't know about it until years later. Yeah. Even if I had heard anything about it, I wouldn't have known what you were talking about. Why why do adult theaters exist? Do they still exist? Why did they exist? I mean, can someone really sit there, especially a dude, you know, sit through an adult film and not act on it not really really why watch anyway and it wasn't that long ago within the past year or something that we watched peewee's big top adventure is that what it was called or just peewee's adventure yeah big adventure sorry yeah we did i did not pull out which episode but we did See, I watch so many movies, they just go straight in and out, in one eye and out the other. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. 
I know I'll get ideas for a theme for the week and be like, Mm -hmm. oh, no, we've done that. Yep. Recently. (laughs) (laughs) You know, not like 10 years ago. We could could revisit something from 10 years ago. Right. Yes, we've been around for more than 10 years. We are in our 12th season. We're almost teenagers. Yes. You hear us getting surly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be in season 13 starting, oh, I forget what date, but the date is in August. Uh, sorry, not August, in October. October. Yeah, yep. would be uh, the leftovers. leftovers. Yeah, yep. starts each new season. Yeah. Which makes not as much sense as if we started it on our anniversary in November. November, I know. But it's no, close but enough. <laughs> it's close enough, and y'all know how we feel about the leftovers. Yeah. So that's why we. So yeah, we, it could either be the beginning or the end of the year. So right whatever. we made it the beginning. Yeah. The leftovers kicks off every season. Yeah. All right, Mark Margolis. Oh, Tio Salamanca. Oh, I read that. He so first of all he didn't speak Spanish. He was also Jewish. He uh he was originally going to be killed off quickly in Breaking Bad. He played the in Breaking Bad, he played the part of Hector Uncle Hector post stroke based on his own was it aunt or grandmother? Did y'all see that? Who was in a nursing care place post-stroke. So he was essentially playing her or was inspired by her to get the mouth movements and the facial expressions and everything. Yeah, it was very cool. And on Oz, he was head of the Italian gangs. Yeah. So, I mean, he's I playing all the, the different ethnicities here. Yeah. And uh, so. Most, most recently, I saw him in Your Honor on Showtime oh, okay. with Brian Cranston. Uh huh. And cool. he was playing the head of, yeah, that was an Italian mob family in New Orleans. He has been, he was in so many things over the course of his acting career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was looking at IMDb and it said something like 179 projects. Wow. May have been more than that. Just that was on the wrong page. Yeah, yeah. And he, I don't remember what acting teacher, which acting, t- acting teacher it was, but decades ago he worked under a renowned woman acting teacher for years and they became friends and she was a very like close mentor. And then he went on and I do remember this dude's name, Lee Strasbourg, you know, worked under him briefly, but didn't really care for him. And so kept the first teacher again as a mentor for years and has worked with so many amazing people, but he would always just stand out whatever scene he was in. He was truly a scene stealer. Yeah, he was just one of those actors that knew, like, he's in everything. Mm-hmm. Like, any classic TV show or TV show that's been on and had 20 years, like, yeah. at some point, he popped up on it. Yeah. And I just thought, I didn't realize he was in Tarsi. I haven't seen that movie in forever. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to look for it. Yeah. And I'm looking at his IMDb. It looks like he didn't start acting until 
like the seventies and he was born in 1939. So yeah. it's like, hey, what's his previous career? I think he did some theater, if I remember from some articles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he is always right. Actor. Okay. Right. Just not IMDb right. acting. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And he was in six Darren Aronofsky films, starting with Pi. Is it? And apparently he, I mean, he just loved working with young Darren. <laughs> Didn't get paid for Pi for quite a while. <laughs> Obviously got paid very little because the budget on that film was like nothing. But continued to act in Darren's other, you know, five more of Darren's films because he loved working with the dude. And I saw on IMDb, he was also in a bunch of short films. I really wanted to watch several of those, but they weren't available. It's not available. Yeah. yeah. But some and of the, them look amazing. The only acting awards he's been nominated for were because of his performances in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Ringing his bell. Yes. Oh, you can ring my bell. We can all okay. just hear it in our heads. I also wanted to mention Angus Cloud. Um, oh, yes. Yes. Was on Only 25. Yeah. Only 25. Yeah. We just about uh, Mark Leblow's had a long, wonderful career. Yeah. And um, this guy was at the very start of his life. Yeah. Oh. Career. Passed away, unfortunately. Um, I would look at it as credits, and it seems like the biggest thing he did so far uh, was Euphoria. I know he had three other projects that are still set to come out. Yeah. Uh, oh. Right. I loved his character. I loved mm -hmm. every scene he was in. He was such a cool character, even though he was a drug dealer in Euphoria. Just loved him. And had they already, yes. They they were already shooting Euphoria, weren't they, before the strike? I thought mm -hmm. I read that they had already shot like three episodes with him. Mm -hmm. How are they going to handle that now? What he clearly, yeah. you know, dies off scene. Yeah, if, they already pushed pushed it to twenty twenty five. But like, I don't know what's going to happen to this right. show? Yeah. You know, Zendaya is busy as ever. Right. I don't want them to just get rid of those scenes that they shot with him, you know, especially given yeah. how last season ended. I'm not remembering clearly, but I do remember some things that were important about how his plot line was left off. The kid who works for mm -hmm. him, with him, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. some big stuff. Yeah. With Fezco. Yeah. And so it sounded like he took his own life. The family said that's not what happened. But oh, no. I don't know. That's what it initially sounded like because they said his father passed away the week before. Right. And like death broke him. Right. Um, and had a time dealing with it. So the way I was reading things when it initially happened, I thought maybe that too, but the family didn't. Did. Accidental drug overdose? Maybe. I hate that families right. tend not to tell how people die. My family knows to put it in the obituary, make it public, no matter yeah. what it is. People want to know. People are going to speculate. Yeah. Even if you're not famous, right. 
especially when you are famous, and they still haven't told how Sinead O'Connor died. And I'm assuming that that was suicide because the last mm-hmm. thing she had posted on social media was about how, what a dark space, was that the part of the line? She's been in um, remembering her son, Shane, who had killed himself, what was it, a year or two earlier? Yeah. Now, it doesn't automatically mean it was suicide, but what a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, like people have different ways of dealing with the death of their loved one, and maybe it's something that they can't accept that yeah. that happens, so they don't want to put that out there. So I, I just I right. let them deal with it however they need to. Yeah, we yeah. can have our situations, but like at the end, of, the person is gone. Help, dad. That's it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When my dad killed himself as an adult, he was sixty-two. My mom didn't admit it for years and years to people okay my sister and i were upfront about it yeah but yeah so everyone handles it in different ways i wonder why that is because i know like in the catholic religion like or maybe in a lot of religions like if you kill yourself like you can't get into heaven right right so you can't be buried like on hollow ground or Am that's I just what some the- people do. No, that that's what some very strict religions say, which I just think is horrifying. Mm-hmm. I agree. I absolutely agree. It's not how I feel, but then again, I'm not the yeah. head of a church. Right. I'm, I'm going to say something. You're going to cut it out. It could also be insurance money, because sometimes when you have insurance, it's hard that, yeah, cut that out. No, I'm not going to cut that out. Okay. <laughs> that's very true. You can get insurance policies with a suicide writer. Okay. Yeah. But they cost a lot more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. You're right. If there's no suicide writer to it, then absolutely. But then you have to make sure that the death certificate doesn't read suicide. Right. So that's an excellent point. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Wasn't thinking practically. All right, there you go. So we're sorry for contributing to the gossip. Yeah. This was meant to be in tribute. Um, yes. We, we left their work. We bit of their work. Yes. Hi, Jack. Yeah. Idris. Yay. So, yeah, it was great to see Idris in another limited series. Mm-hmm. We've seen him in, in many. And there's speculation there could be a season two. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm it could kinda, have been a different situation, or I guess so, which would be that crazy. Would uh, but no, <laughs> one article that I read pointed out ob- the obvious similarity to 24 happening oh, yeah. in real time, and then pointed out. How the name Jack is part of the, the title. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. <laughs> and that I never watched 24. And the final, was it season of 24? The final episode of 24? I don't remember what it, what it read. Took place in London. So they're in the same world now. <laughs> Okay. That obviously wouldn't happen. Well, I say That's obviously, funny, who knows? Though. But 
you never know. This, it sounds like this did well. The reviews I read were mostly across the board, really positive. I read a ridiculous review on Variety that hated it. Like, you're an idiot. Sorry. Well, I mean, there's, there's, always, there's always going to be one. Yes, there yeah. is. Yeah. Yes, Reviews there are is. opinions, so yes. you may not agree with all of them. So. I know. So the, the dude isn't an idiot. He just isn't someone I want to have dinner with. Then again, I don't know what else he's reviewed, and maybe he agrees with me and some other. I don't have to have dinner right. only with people who agree with me. Not at all. I don't want to live in an echo chamber. You have dinner with him and explain to him why he's wrong. Well, and maybe he adored Oppenheimer. <laughs> Actually, I should look that up. And then I'll see. I'll, I should look up look a few other reviewer. reviews yeah. he's done. Yeah. yeah. And then see. And look up some other Apple TV plus reviews he's done. Okay. So if they do a season two, I mean, would they have to like change the name? Because, I mean, he's going to have to stop flying at some point. He's like, why does this always happen to me? No, but for him, you know? yeah, but there, but see, Die Hard kept he kept running into things, and it's not like he was an FBI or CIA agent. He was just a cop, hmm? and and he said in Die Hard too, why do these things keep happening to me, or whatever his exact line right, was? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and Idris's job, I wouldn't be surprised if it requires travel. It does now also. The guys, the quote, bad guys in Hijack, two of them got away, right? Yeah. And Sam Idris doesn't know that his son was was almost killed. He never found out about that. True. So I think mm-hmm. there is an opening for a season two. He finds out about his kid. And the two bad guys got away. So does he go after them? Oh, maybe. With this team, like they did a good job of introducing this team of people um, who investigate things like that. Right. Um, yeah. I had um, his stepfather's name in the phone is Detective Daniel. Right, right. <laughs> That's cute. Maybe he has a friend named Daniel and so needed to... But obviously, I mean, uh, of course, I think that, you know, that showed up for the bad guys in there who were holding mm-hmm. him. So, mm-hmm. Right. So, but maybe next time it is the son who gets involved, not necessarily in the, hey, I'm, I'm hijacking thing, but like, uh, you know, he gets caught up in that hijack and his fathers have to go and get him and rescue yeah. him. So, so kind of like, like the Taken movies. Yeah, exactly. A little bit different in, in the yeah, second and third. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or there was something very shadowy about like these guys. Like it felt like there was there was a larger power behind the hijack itself. Right. Like I know they were after money and eventually is what we found out. But it felt like there was something someone more powerful pulling strings behind it. Yeah. I was really waiting to find out that one of the folks who were in the um the boardrooms like yeah. uh with them. I know. Mm-hmm. So they're I feel like there's more to the story. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, in, are they my six or some other secret, secret, top secret organization within the government? And I, I, I may be thinking of a different show. I, I 
Yeah, I think I am. But somebody said, everyone has a boss. But I think the show that I was thinking of, it's something recent with, and Kiefer Sutherland was. Right. Uh, was that the one with Tywin in it as well? Tyrone. Tyrone. Okay. Yeah. Tyrone. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has a boss. Cute. Okay. Oh, I was connection. thinking of uh, Rabbit Hole <laughs> with Kiefer Sutherland and oh, Charles okay. Dance. Okay. That was good. I even feel like they said something similar in there that Charles Dance slash Tywin Lannister yeah. said. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. And, right. Sorry? That's on Paramount? Rabbit? Uh, yes. Yes. It okay. was good. And... Yeah, I he, he's probably not involved, but I I kept wondering about the the dude on the ground who was pushing to shoot the plane down. Now, it's not that I disagreed with him on on the surface like logically. You know, having that plane fly into a building in the center of London not good. And what if there were also explosives on the plane? Nobody said anything about that being the case, but you never know. And she, the the plane was headed straight for central London. Yeah. I was surprised they let them get as close as they did. Yeah. I kept having flashbacks to 9-11. I'm like, I thought there were protocols in place that this was never going to be allowed to happen. Even if y'all have to sacrifice like that plane full of people. Right. Because I would say, I think the guy we're talking about, he said, well, if it flies into London, it'll be double that amount. It'll be like triple or quadruple. Like there are way more amount of people like in, in London if that plane were to crash. Right. Like and like high population. And depending on how it crashes, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, two planes flew into the World Trade Center, but it happened early enough in the and. They expected way more people to die, but it happened early enough in the morning and they evacuated successfully. Yeah. But this was later in the afternoon. I don't think work had been, you know, was out yet. I think a lot of people were still in the middle of London. So, yeah, the the casualties probably would have been more. I forget if they said a if they gave an estimate. But any amount, yes, it would have been way more than the number of people on the plane. Way more. Yeah. I'm glad they survived. Like, yeah. we got we got to live with these people for seven episodes. Um, I was concerned for them. There were little yeah. children on there. So, of course, definitely wanted them to survive. Yeah. Like, even Amanda. Like, I felt bad for her. Yeah. So, so we, we never heard her story either. Yeah. Like, her so, daughter was taken, um, but we never got yeah. like, Whatever happened, like, did the daughter survive? Did they kill her too? They probably right. killed her too. Yeah. And that other guy who was responsible for the deal, it looks mm-hmm. like they arrested him with the yeah. with the terrorists. Yeah. 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 But yeah. they thought he was the other. Um, they thought he was the leader until they yeah. got the other guy, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But um, I was listening to some podcasts. They were talking about, about this and they said, there were only those two kids on the plane. Come on, now that they thought that was like one of the most unrealistic. Oh my things. gosh, there would be more kids on that plane. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
And so who knows? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with yeah. there being only two. So yeah. fine, little writing conceit. But yeah, that's the one thing that they. It's like Chris, where's the baby? <laughs> right. Back from our breaking. We're no babies on that plane. Breaking Come heat. on, yeah. <laughs> or toddlers. Imagine how they would have been. At least yeah. these kids were a little bit annoying at first. Right. You know, they were very needy. The mom yeah. was the most annoying, but anyway, she. But chilled. they were old enough to be well behaved when they were told to right. be, and yeah, yeah, a toddler would not the, be. No. Toddler, forget it. Yeah, it's yeah. like you'd have to shoot the toddler. And it's good that they had the one person with diabetes who needed his medication. And yeah, realistically, there would have been more than that. Well, actually, no. If it had been a flight originating in the United States, there would have been more. (laughs) And then I thought, okay, he has diabetes. He's been on this plane. He hasn't eaten anything. So why are they giving? So, you know, why is he getting insulin? There's nothing to balance it. Why would? Yeah, okay. but but it's Whatever. good that they. I thought it was interesting that it had something like that to show that yeah, you know, people do have medical needs, right? And <laughs> you know, it's it's realist. I think it's realistic. They hijack a plane. You cannot expect everyone to sit in their seats for six and a half hours. Yeah, without having eat. needs. Yeah. yeah, and and not drink or eat anything for that long. Yeah, you know it. No. Not, not that the hijackers have to let you do anything about it. They could say piss in your seat. Right. This was well done. I, I was still to the very end waiting for, um, for Sam's heel turn. Because when he got back on the plane and he went back to get his band, I was like, Sam, what are you doing? Yeah. What else is about to happen? I'm worried about the find that you were really behind it after all. What can I know? Yes. Sam's the boss. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so funny that we always had that little doubt we should not have we should not have and i don't think i don't trust know if that was intentional yes trust idris it's plates and bad guys before though i feel like if it had been a different yes. act well like maybe i would have trusted them more but idris has played such a good bad yes. guy before go either Hobbs and shaw exactly exactly and like with with the story, you you didn't know, you never knew who was good and bad because again, Amanda, where right. was I? Was on then? And it was the end of the sixth. It was the very last moment of the penultimate episode that that happened. So you're like, whoa, what? And then and we had to wait a week. Wait, what she just happened? happened? She's not without contingency plan. Yeah, <laughs> she is with you, but you didn't know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Loved it. Yes. Yes. That is an instance where I wished that we had all been watching together. Yeah. 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 It's like, what the actual fuck? That was a really like mind blowing moment. Yeah. The next, well, what's the next show, Invasion? Uh-huh. Season two, when that uh-huh. comes out, maybe uh-huh. we'll have to do like a party watch or whatever. Yeah. Watch All party, the three yeah. of us together watch party. Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait. That's just a few weeks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really I need to oh rewatch gosh. the first season. Yeah. All right. Hurry up. I already did yeah. that, but now I want to again. I can't do anything <laughs> for Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, there you go. We could watch one of those together. When court is here, that's coming up. Yes. But we're doing a girls' trip weekend. Yes. For next weekend. Staycation for, week. for two of us. Yeah. Vacation for one of us. For one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and court gets to meet George, my kitten. I can't wait. He's going to love you. Yeah. He he may not run away because you're just one person and not a big group. Yeah. <laughs> he won't run away. He comes up to people. Like he runs up to them. Does he? Yes. Okay. And rubs up against them. Oh, my okay. God. It is so cute. So when both of y'all are over here, he'll do that, too. Okay. Because, like, two workmen came in the other day, and he ran up to both of them. And they were dudes. <laughs> he's rubbing up against their feet. I'm like, oh my God. He's just totally indiscriminate about mm-hmm. like loving people or wanting attention, not loving, yeah. wanting attention. He loves me. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's and he and he pretty much loves Owen. Pretty much. Well, you know, I'm his person. Yeah. I'm his person. Yeah. He does love Owen. And other people, he wants them to love him. Yeah. Yep. I think that's it. Such a cat. he is he's a precious one all right what are we what are we doing next week the the girl's trip stuff okay um, yeah the movie girl's trip oh uh, bridesmaids and joy joy that's a lot well we remember when we used to do three a week but definitely joy ride okay yeah and so where is that Right now, it's available to rent or buy. Okay, cool. And y'all said it's totally worth it. Absolutely. Because I'm the only one who hasn't seen that yet. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Watch it, and we'll see. We'll we'll make a a playlist for uh, when we're driving, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Just wait till we're all, we're going to implode at the Geek Girl Soup, you know, rendezvous. Almost, I mean, there was not a space-time continuum thing that happened when we were in Turks and Caicos, so it probably won't yeah. happen when we're all so in So we Houston. should be okay. Should be yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll know more next week. So until then, everybody, geek on. Thank you.